Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great blessing to be in this place uh, once again. Hallelujah. I, I have been longing to come back, you know, to Golden. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. God is good. Um, I want to uh, pray for a, a minute. Father, in Jesus' name, we want to continue thanking you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Father, for who you are to us, Lord. We give you all the adoration, Lord. And all we give you all the honor, Heavenly Father. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for the blood that was shed, Lord. We thank you for his death. And we thank you, Father, for the power in, in his name that you have given to us, Lord. We thank you for your salvation, Heavenly Father. We thank you for the light that came into the world, Lord. We thank you for that light is for us to, to, have, to, to shine, Father, and to develop. Because your word says that in him was life, and that life was the light of men. We thank you, Father, that you came into our lives, Lord, and we can know where we are going, and we're not walking in darkness, Lord. Thank you, Father God. I magnify you, Jehovah, in Jesus' mighty name, Jehovah God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much, Father. And Father, to, tonight, this morning, Lord, we take authority over all powers of darkness in Jesus' name, all the schemes of the enemy, in the name of Jesus, we come against them and we bind them in Jesus' name, Lord. And Father, we welcome you, Holy Spirit, minister to us in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to bring you greetings from, uh, from the country of Uganda, um, East Africa. Praise God. My wife says hello to you. She sends her greetings. Hallelujah. And all my family, they love you. Uh, people, people in our ministry, they love you. Hallelujah. And uh, they are praying for you. Praise the Lord. And, um, you know, I was just, <clears throat> I was just talking to, to Joe uh, a few minutes ago. I was telling him how, how we have a nice place over there. Um, we have, uh, you know, we have made the church floor, and it looks very nice. It's the best floor in town. Hallelujah. There's a picture of it there. Yeah, you, you, you can, yeah, there's a picture. No, not that one. <laughs> uh -huh. That is when we, um, you know, um, the blessing came from, from you, from this church in order for us to be able to, to make that floor. So the floor is, uh, is now made. Uh, it's the best floor, I tell you. <laughs> it looks nice. It's nice. When people come and say, they wonder what is happening, they say that this is the real Jesus, the real deal. So we want to thank you so much. Those are some of the guys that were working on the thing and uh, the equipment and, uh, you know, 
So we thank God that we are, um, we are no longer jumping in the dust. But, uh, <laughs> and we, we pray that God bless you abundantly in a big, big way and multiply. I told them that, but you, you guys aren't like us. Like, just stand there. Yes. You guys dance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Praise God. So we thank God so much for you people. Uh, uh, we pray that uh, the Lord may increase you, increase you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. And, um, you know, um, we, are, we are also doing a lot of things uh, right now. We are, um, you know, working on the children's church. You can show them that picture, the, the first one. That is my wife, Millie, and then uh, that one. That is the church where the children go. Um, now, this other building on, this, on that side is, is the adult church where the floor, the nice floor is. Now, <laughs> this, is, this, is, uh, this is where the children go for their church. But, um, you know, that, that place is, that building is, all, uh, I mean, it's, it's now breaking down. It's, it was supposed to be a, like a temporary structure, you know, but they have used it and it's now, it is tired. So <laughs> we are just believing God that we can construct for the children a church where they can worship God. There are several, you know, they come and worship God and praise God and, you know, and they become witness for Jesus in town and in wherever they are coming from and from their families. So that is how it looks like right now. We have already made a plan, uh, what we want to do there. The ground, the ground plan is going to be for the children's church. And then, and then the upper level will be for uh, youth and, um, and women's, star, women's meetings, like that, like that. So there is a plan over there on the table. Uh, after the service, you will see the plan that we have for, you know, for that work. And uh, you know, we are just believing God for, um, to see that happen in, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Um, um, God, is, God has been so gracious, and um, I can tell you that uh, things are happening in Uganda right now. Um, the Spirit of the Lord is moving. Uh, people are getting saved. Um, the Lord is touching uh, which doctors, uh, witchcraft has remarkably gone down. You know, people are denouncing witchcraft and coming to Jesus. And we thank God for that. And, and God is also touching uh, the army, the military. You know, out of, if you're walking on the street, if you meet 10 soldiers, you might find that four of them will say, praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they love the Lord. So we are so, we are so glad about that. The, God is touching the, the, the army, the military, and God is touching the police also as well. God is also touching the administration, you know, as I told you, I don't know whether I told you before that um, um, our president is, uh, is also a God-fearing man. He's a man who receives the message of God. He loves Jesus and his wife and his whole family, by the way. They love Jesus so much. So anyway, things are, God is doing something in my country. And uh, I know that uh, Joel wants to come so bad. We are praying for you, Joe, so that you can be able to come one of these days to, to be, come and visit. You also, you're on the way? 
you are coming? Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, we want to see you come and do that praise and worship, you know. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and the broadcast on the radio, we have a, we have a radio, uh, we have a, mini, uh, a program on the radio on a weekly basis. So that one is also running. We are preaching the gospel on a weekly basis on the radio. And um, we, uh, we preach the gospel to the, you know, to the nation, and people get to hear about Jesus Christ. Praise God. We have a visitation ministry, which goes out every Thursday. We have a group that comes from, from, from the church, um, led by Millie, my wife. Uh, they go out uh, knocking, knocking, house to house, uh, knock, 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 and then people open, and they, you know, they talk to them about Jesus and uh, um, you know, and, and, and help them with whatever the Lord has given to them. You know, some people, you might find that some people don't have even soap to wash their clothes. You know, so if you give them just a, a piece of soap, it makes a difference. You find some people don't have maybe some sugar to put in their, in their tea, chai or something, coffee or something. So as you go to them, if you have something, you give to them whatever you, you know, you have. So we do that on a weekly basis every Thursday trying to reach out to our people, hallelujah, with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, I always remember the, 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 nice, the nice time that we had with uh, uh, Joe and, and Margaret in Israel. <laughs> uh, we had a very good time there in Israel. I, I, I was uh, so uh, blessed, you know, to visit with you in Israel. It was a such a great blessing in Jesus' mighty name. Um, we have the, our brochures here. I uh, have a brochure that talks about our ministry. If you want to learn more and uh, you know how to get in touch and contact, I have, uh, you, you will pick a copy, free copy there of a brochure. It has everything, how you can stay in touch, and everything. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, I will. I will. I want to. I want to go. I want to look in the Word of God. In the book of, uh, we will go first in the book of John, chapter fourteen. This morning, in Jesus' name, the Bible says that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And that is the reason why we are here. We are here to, you know. Uh, to get the word of God into our hearts and uh, because we don't live by bread alone but by every word which comes from the mouth of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, somebody told, us, told me that uh, before I came to America, they were, the people were telling me how we don't know how it is like now under and Mr. Donald Trump. And I told them, well, wait, hang on. I'm about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm glad that I'm finding out how is the America, the new America under Mr. Donald Trump. Praise God. Amen. God is good. We pray that everything will be, you know, will be fine. Hallelujah. You guys, I encourage you to pray for your president. Pray for the administration. A lot of people in the church of Jesus Christ don't know that it is our responsibility as the church to pray for the leaders. And, um, you know, we have to pray for them. We need to pray for them. The Bible says we should pray for the leaders, for the kings, and for all who are in authority, that we should live a peaceable life, a peaceful life, 
and, and, and a life of tranquility. So I encourage you, brothers and sisters, pray for the leadership in your country, pray for your president. Don't, 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 don't just abandon him, you know, to stay on his own. Pray for him and support him. Amen? That is what we do in my country. We pray for our president a lot. We pray, we really pray for him. Hallelujah. And God answers those prayers. He makes decisions which are in agreement, you know, with the kingdom of God. You know, because of the prayers of the saints, it all makes a difference. When God-fearing people pray to him, it makes a difference. Hallelujah. So I encourage you, brothers and sisters, pray for the president. Don't leave him to get the, the whole Lord alone by himself. We are responsible to support him, pray for him and his administration, and all the leadership. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, um, some strategies for victory. Strategies for victory. What, did G- what Jesus did um, uh, to, to remain victorious in his walk on planet Earth. That is what I want to share about, about uh, this morning. Hallelujah. And, and these things were given to me by the Holy Spirit, you know. He gave this to me. He revealed this to me as I was in prayer. I was, I was praying and, and, and fasting. Praise God. I have a book on fasting as well in the back there. I, I wrote a book. I've, I've written three small books. One is The Kingdom Suffers Violence and Violence Taken by Force. And the other one is on, uh, uh, the other one is on fasting. I, I brought it along with me. Praise God. Uh, so you can, you, can, you can pick a copy and, 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 and the Lord will bless you. But number one, Number one, what, what was Jesus, what did Jesus did, do to become victorious? What was his um, way of life? Number one, verse, uh, chapter, chapter 14, John chapter 14, and uh, verse 10. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I encourage you, ladies and gentlemen, to, you know, to open your spirit, open your heart. I know that God has sent me here for a purpose to this country, America. It is in, in, in God's divine plan that I will be here um, at such a time as this. America is like my second country. Of course, Uganda is the mother country, but I take America as my second country, praise God. I, I have been praying for this country for over 10 years, amen? So everything that is happening in this country, I, I, am, I am, you know, I, I feel, I, I I feel it concerns me, praise the Lord. I feel concerned, it concerns me. John chapter 14 and verse 10. So I believe that God has given us this word at, at, at a very timely hour. John chapter 14 and verse 10. Jesus says, believe you not that I am in my Father, in the Father, and the Father in me. The words that I speak unto you I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwells in me, he does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works sake. See, number one, number one strategy for Jesus that gave him the victory as he walked on planet Earth. Amen? You all know that Jesus was, uh, he, he, he stooped so low and he came to our level. He became, he became man like you and me. He, he, you know, he took the form of man and he walked in the flesh. That's, what, that's, that's why the Bible calls him the son of man. 
He was even, he was born by Mary, Virgin Mary. So he took on our form. He, he stooped so low to, and he became like a servant, although he was the very son of God. Hallelujah. So Jesus comes and he, he shows us the example. And he says, he says in his word that don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father dwells in me. What is the secret here in the scripture, brothers and sisters? The secret here in this scripture is that Jesus did not depend on his own strength. In everything that Jesus did on planet earth, he did not depend on his own strength. And that was a, that was a trigger for him to be victorious. He always, um, he always was connected with his father. He had connection with the heavenly father. He was in constant fellowship with his heavenly father. That is the reason why he was not discouraged. That is the reason why he was not burned out. That's the reason why he was not, he, 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 he didn't give up because he always, whatever, whatever he did, he did in his father's strength. Jesus did not depend on his own strength but he depended entirely on the power from on high. And, and it's the same thing, beloved, that we need to do as God's people in this very hour. We need to, to learn the secret that if we are going to be successful, if we are going to be productive and fruitful in whatever venture that we are trying to undertake, we need to continually entirely depend on the strength from above. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And, and, and Jesus, Jesus, for example, we are going to have some example, the way Jesus illustrated this, how he did this, you know. Jesus was the very son of God, special. You and me know that Jesus was special, period. He was special. He was here on a mission. He was the very son of God. He was special. But Look, you know, in the book of Mark chapter 1 and, and verse 35, Mark chapter 1 and verse 35, we can look there quickly. Mark 1, 35. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Mark 1, 35, Mark 1, 35, it says, in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place. And there he prayed. Why, why, could, why could Jesus, the very son of God, I mean, he was special. He was here on a mission. Why could he rise up very early in the morning before everybody was up and goes into a solitary place to pray? Jesus was actually displaying. He was, he was making clear the fact that, hey, I cannot accomplish anything in my own strength. I need strength from my Father in heaven. That is the reason why Jesus prayed. He was praying because he needed enablement. He needed power from on high. And as a result, that helped him never to do things in his own power. He was entirely depending on, on the power from high, from high, from his Father. And ladies and gentlemen, this, is, this secret also 
we need also to discover this secret in our walk with the Lord. Because Jesus prayed to his father continually. It, it enabled him to have a continuous fellowship, continuous uh, uh, Heart beating, you know, I saw the song that you sung, that my heart is beating now, you know. And that makes sense in my language, that we use that in my language in Luganda. They say, my heart is beating. The way you, your heart can beat continually is by praying to God continually. And that will bring life to you. It will bring energy, spiritual energy. Life will flow through you. And, and, and when, you know, when the light, when, when the, the light is flowing, when the power is flowing, when the circuit is complete, there will be light at the end. Jesus depended entirely on his father. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a secret that we need as God's people today. We cannot give up on prayer. We cannot give up and surrender and say, oh, we, we, you know, we are too busy to pray. We are too busy to spend time with the Lord. If every time, the more we do that, the more the devil will be comfortable. Jesus said in, in Matthew chapter uh, 26, Jesus said, watch and pray so that you enter not into temptation. Ladies and gentlemen, one of our mighty weapons is the weapon of prayer and watching so that we don't enter into temptation because if we don't pray, if we do not watch, then we become vulnerable to the enemy. You become vulnerable to the enemy. I mean, he can just come in because he doesn't see anything that is preventing him. There's no wall of protection around us. But when we, when we, when we, when we hide in the presence of God on a continuous basis, we, then we come on another level. Praise God. Uh, you see, Jesus said, watch and pray so that you don't fall into temptation. He said, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So the, the flesh has to be, you know, strengthened by, by the life that flows in, in the spirit. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In Mark, in Mark, again we see that in Mark, in Mark chapter 6, in Mark chapter 6, Mark chapter 6, and verse, verse 46, again we see him. Jesus, 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 uh, he never neglected the art of prayer. Hallelujah. I, I'm, I'm glad my brother Art is here. Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus never neglected the art of prayer. John, I mean Mark chapter 6 and verse 46, he says, and when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. You know, Jesus, when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. So prayer is very vital to us, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah. Prayer will help us not to depend on our ourselves. Prayer brings a heavenly empowerment and you begin to do things in the power which is not a natural power, which is heavenly. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And miracles begin happening. You know, you, you just don't know how things happen. You know, God be begins to solve problems for you in a certain way because you have invited him 
Because you are not depending on your own strength. You are trusting him. That was Jesus, the secret of Jesus, number one secret for Jesus. He did not depend on his own strength. And that truth has to come back into the church of Jesus Christ. I'm crying upon you, ladies and gentlemen, the church in America, hallelujah. And, and I'm crying to the church also in my country. I keep on telling the people, hallelujah, we have to come back into that, in, into that sacred presence of God. We have to learn to depend entirely on him. We cannot go out and do things in a, in a, in a natural way and expect results. No, hallelujah. We have, be, we have to be contenders, contenders in the spirit. I, I pray that you can get along with me with my English. Sometimes I, I pray that the Holy Ghost, amen. May the Holy Spirit help, amen. Interpret for you, amen. Hallelujah. You know, in order to, be, to, to, to do exploits for God, we have to have a relationship with him. Amen, praise God. And um, thank you, Jesus. And uh, the other thing I want to talk about, uh, um, uh, strategies for victory, you know, Jesus, the things that Jesus did that he walked in to become um, victorious in life. Let us open in, in John, John chapter 4. Thank you, Holy Ghost. John chapter 4. John chapter 4, and uh, we are beginning from verse 30. John chapter 4 and verse 30. Then they went out of the city and came unto him. In the meanwhile, his disciples prayed him, saying, Master, eat. But he said unto them, that I have, I have food to eat that you know not of. Therefore said the disciples one to another, Has any man brought him anything to eat? Jesus said unto them, My food is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Praise the Lord, church. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Jesus' number two strategy of victory was he, he made his life, he knew that his life was a mission life. Jesus knew that he was here on a mission. He was here on a mission. And if you can see in the scriptures, he's, he's, he's using this very situation where his disciples bring him food because they are concerned that he has not eaten. You know, he's hungry, he's suffering. And you know how food is important. Amen? Yeah, 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 yeah. Food is important. Amen. Food is very important. Amen? Yeah, it's a basic need in life. The Bible says, man shall not live by food alone. That means that man shall live by food as well. Amen? Amen. Food and the word of God. Praise God. You know, when I, when I come to America, I like to eat hamburger. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. So Jesus uses this situation because he has not eaten and uh, his disciples are concerned, you know, oh, the master has not eaten and, and then they bring him food and he uses this situation to teach them a very important truth. And he says, 
um, my food, <laughs> my food is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Amen? So they were wondering, has somebody brought him anything to eat? Because he said in verse 32, he said, I have food to eat which you don't know about. You have no idea of the kind of food that I eat. But hey, listen, I eat some food. I have some great hamburgers and, and pizza, but you have no idea what kind it is. Hallelujah. He, and he told them, hey, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. And you know what food does? Food gives us life. Food makes us alive, gives us energy. You know, we, we become alive when we eat. Praise God. And, and Jesus is saying that his food is to do the will of him that sent him and to finish his work. Ladies and gentlemen, do we want to enjoy life? Do we want to live? We need to be feeding ourselves. How do we feed ourselves? By doing the will of God. Hallelujah. Every time you are a doer of his will, you, there will be life in you. There will be satisfaction. There will be fulfillment. You know, you will, you will, you will sense that you are actually living for a purpose. A lot of people, you know, even people who commit suicide, people who kill themselves, is because they come to a level where they think, oh, I have no reason for living. And, you know, they become so desperate. And, and then the devil deceives them, you know, he speaks to them a lot in their ear. And, and you know, I mean, I have a, I, I, I was talking to Joe, I have a, we have a, we, me and my wife had a little, you know, girl that we had uh, taken as our, our child, a daughter. She, you know, she, she committed, you know, she, she took some overdose and killed herself, you know. She, like, you know, like three years ago, you know. She had some discouragements and I think she had a boyfriend who maybe let her down and then, whew, man, before anybody talked to her, she got so much discouraged and whew, the devil talked so much into her ear and, you know, she took some over, over drugs and whew, she passed away, you know. But uh, what I'm saying is that, uh, you know, uh, the devil can, you know, can speak a lot into our ear if we, are, if we don't pay attention to the, um, to the words of the Lord. But we need to, uh, we need to make sure that we, um, you know, we pursue the will of God in our lives. What is God's will in your life? Be a doer of God's will in your life. That will bring happiness to you in your life. That will bring satisfaction. That you will really feel that, oh, I am I'm living for a purpose when you do God's will. Amen? That is the reason why I, I left my area as <clears throat> after, after, marri after marriage with my wife, we left where we, we lived and we, we went to, into another district to, to do the work of God there, you know, to, to build God's kingdom, preach the gospel to the uh, godless people, uh, Islamic people, and the like. Uh, it was a very difficult area to, to penetrate, but 
because we had heard from God, hey, that this is where you should go and do my work. I, told, I spoke to my wife and I told her, you know, we, we, have, we have a mission that God has given to us. We have to leave our home area just like Abraham did. That's what happened to us. Like God spoke to Abraham, leave your mother country and go to the land that I will show to you. That is, that is how it happened to us. We went into this um, notorious region, you know, uh, a, great, a great Muslim population, um, a, a big number of uh, sorcery and, and witches, um, you know, a lot of crime in that area. Man, that people didn't want to go minister in that area. But the Lord had shown us, showed us clearly that, you know, you need to go and do a work. So I spoke to my wife and I said, you know, we need to go and do something that the Lord has commissioned us to do. So we went and, you know, started um, the work that is happening now, started preaching the gospel, we started to pray and intercede for the people and, and, and uh, to witness to the people about Jesus Christ. And uh, we have been able to see the revival, the results, because we have been obedient to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord, church. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you that it pays, it pays, it really pays a lot to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. It, is, it pays a lot. I mean, what other life, what other better life can you live than being obedient to the Lord? That's the best life. Because you know what? God has a plan for each one of us. God, our God is a God of plan. He's a God of design. He's a God of purpose. You know, there are certain things that he has designed for you and me to do in life. And, 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 and every time you do what God has given you to do, you become a solution to another person. You become the answer. You are the solution bearer. Whenever you stand in your position, you become the solution bearer. You, somebody, somebody out there is waiting for you. Hallelujah. Somebody is out there is waiting for you. You may, you, may be, you may be there. You may despise yourself. You may think, oh, I'm, I'm so little. I am so, I can't do a thing. You know, oh, I don't have all that knowledge. Oh, I'm, you know, no way. Every one of us, ladies and gentlemen, God has a purpose for us. There is a part for us to play in the big picture of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. There is something that we need to do to make the plan of God be accomplished in this life. Ladies and gentlemen, the strategy of Jesus also was his life. He knew that his life was a mission life. He knew, Jesus knew that he was here for a mission. Hallelujah. He was here for a mission. And, and because he was here for a mission, he, he never allowed anything to distract him. How many of you know that if you're on a mission, you pay attention, you know, you concentrate, you do whatever it takes to see that that mission is accomplished. 
you know, you don't, you don't allow distractions because you are on a mission. But without a mission, it is very easy to be distracted. You can, say, you can think, oh, well, you know, I, I better do this, or I better do that, or, you know, I have a lot of time, or I can, I can do that, I can do this, you know. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, because we are on a mission, you and me, as God's children, there are certain things that we can't just do that everybody else does in this world. Simply because you are on a mission. You are on a mission. There are certain things that you cannot indulge in because you are on a mission. In order for the mission to be accomplished, it takes focus. You have to be focused. It takes discipline. Amen? I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, if, you are, if, if we are going to accomplish and move in our destiny, we have to have discipline. We have to be focused. We have to have a vision. We have to know that God has placed us here for a purpose. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> I was listening to one brother who went to the Lord and came back. He went and came back. He died and came back. He said, he said, this is what he said. It's, it's, not, it's not a fearful, as fearful as we think to die. It is not, it's not a big issue to die as we think. We may be afraid of death. He's, but he said, he said, this is what he said, the most terrible thing, when he came into the presence of God after he died, he said, the most terrible thing is to die and you know that you never did what you were supposed to do. That's the most terrible thing. That's what the, Bible, the, the brother testified when he was speaking to us. That's the most terrible thing. Because you, can, you look back and you say, oh my God, I, I missed all this. I, I was supposed, this is what I was supposed to do on earth. This is what, you know, I was supposed to, you know, this was my part to play. And then, but it's all gone. Our life, ladies and gentlemen, we are on a mission on, on planet Earth. Hallelujah. Don't allow anything to distract you. Be focused. Let, let that mission be your food. Let it be your food in Jesus' name. Let it be your food. Hallelujah. We have just limited, limited time on earth. You and me, no. We just have limited time on earth. The time that we spend on earth is like an investment. Earth is like a dressing room where people are dressing up for performance on the stage. The time that we spend on earth is like um, we, we are getting prepared for, for what will happen in the eternity. But it's a very important time. We have a mission to accomplish. Amen? And that, that's a very important point. And that was very important in the life of Jesus. He knew that he, I'm here for a mission. My life is a mission 
life. There is something that the Father has given me to do, and I must do it. He said, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, church. Amen? Amen. This should be the same with us, ladies and gentlemen. Make up, let's make up our minds. It's just, it, it, it inspires. There's an inspiration that you get by doing that in your life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And of course, we, we saw the first one. Total dependence on the Father, you know? Because if we're going to be successful, we need to continually be in his presence. Hey, because, you see, there a lot of things are happening around us that are trying to take us away from the Lord. That's true? Yeah, a lot of things. I know. Even from my country, even in America, there are a lot of things that are trying to take people away from God. But we have to be strong in the Lord. Number three, Jesus was 100% obedient. He was a man who was, who was obedient. He was obedient to the Father. He was obedient. You know, he, at one time he made a prayer in, in Matthew chapter 26 and verse 39. He said, he, when, he, he, when, when he was about to be killed, hallelujah, he was about to be killed, you know, to die for us, for our sins. Matthew 26 and verse 39. Let's, let's go there real quick. Matthew 26. And verse 39. Thank you, Jesus. He says, And he went a little farther and fell on his face. And he prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. See, this, this, uh, this is an elaboration that Jesus was 100% obedient. Even if he prayed to his father and said, Father, let this cup pass from me, if it is possible. But then he said, not as I will, but as you will. He, he, was, uh, he was given to be obedient to his father. He was just, you know, he said, Father, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you in Jesus' name. People in Golden, I encourage you and, and I give this word to you that obedience is a key to victory in the Lord. Hallelujah. Obedience. Obedience. Sometimes it may be painful even. You may not, you know, it may be difficult for you some, some of the things when he told, when tells you to do something. Oh, but if you are obedient to the Lord, it's a key to victory. Because when you are obedient to him, then, then you are actually acting under his commandments. Amen? I mean, you are, under, you, you are not on your own. He's, uh, he's in control. He's backing you up in everything that you are doing because you are walking in obedience to him. You know, whatever the Lord starts, he will finish. Hallelujah. He's the author and finisher. Amen? Whatever he starts, he will finish. So obedience, ladies and gentlemen, pays. Jesus himself was obedient to the Father. 
In the book of Hebrews chapter 5, the Bible says that he learned um, obedience through the things that he suffered. Although he was a son, he was a son, but he learned obedience through the things that he suffered. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Deuteronomy 28 and verse 1 says, if you, it shall come to pass that if you hearken diligently, if you hearken diligently, the Lord, brothers and sisters, the Lord wants us to hearken diligently to him. Amen? Hallelujah. When we give Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, you and me know that we receive the Holy Spirit in our lives. And the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, as many as are laid by the Holy Spirit, Romans 8, 14, they, as many as are laid by the Holy Spirit, they are the children of God. And, and many times the Holy Spirit prompts us. He, he guides us in many things. Sometimes, he, he, you know, he, when you're about to do something, he will, he will tell you, that's not the way to go. He, we, we have a teacher on the, on the inside of us. It's kind of like the law is now written on our hearts. We have the Holy Spirit. He's our guide. He's our teacher. He makes you to know things in a, in a, in a different way, in a supernatural way. He's our teacher. Hallelujah. When, when something wrong, he, he tells you, you know, he, he guides you. He tells you, no, this is, this is not the way to go. We need to be sensitive to him. He will help us to um, be obedient to the law of God, to the word of God. Praise the name of the living God. Ladies and gentlemen, I, um, and, and I want to share with you, the other one is about the authority that Jesus had carried around in his life. Jesus was a man of authority. Hallelujah. This is what I'm praying for my sisters and brothers in this country. Amen. As I have gone around, you know, visiting the different people, uh, people, some people don't seem to understand, Pastor, that we need to exercise our authority. We need to exercise our authority, ladies and gentlemen, I am telling you. When it comes to prayer, when it comes to, you know, doing exploits for God, we need to exercise our authority over the devil. We need we need to take control in Jesus' name. We have been given that authority, the power. Let me show you from the scriptures, Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Luke chapter 4. And, and we're beginning from uh, verse 33. Luke chapter 4, verse 33. And in... In the synagogue, there was a man who had a spirit of an unclean devil. And he, and he cried out with a loud voice, saying, let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know you. I know who you are, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, hold your peace. And come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the, in the midst, he came out of him and hurt him not. Verse 36. And they were all amazed. And they spoke among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power, he commands 
the unclean spirits, and they come out. What a word. They were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, what a word is this? For with authority and power, he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I want to bring this to you, my brothers and sisters, that one of the things that the devil has hidden from the church, he has hidden and he's trying to hide from us. He's trying to hide from us the knowledge that we, we are people of power and authority. And we tend to compromise over everything that you know, goes around our life. But this is what the Lord God revealed to me, that we need to use our authority as God's children because he has sent us in his name. We are not a weak church. We are not a wishy-washy church. We are supposed to show his glory and his power. We have been given the authority in his name. When we, as you, as you profess that from your mouth, you know that I, you are a person of authority. Whatever you say with your mouth matters. You are not a weakling. You are not a weak church. We are not weak people. We are people of authority. And we need to take control over the devil's works in Jesus' name. Amen? And as in, in the time of prayer, don't, you know, don't say, oh, devil, please, devil, devil, can you, please, devil, can you move? Let me tell you, let me tell you, my friends, Satan does not understand the language of diplomacy. Satan does not understand dialogue. There's no dialogue. I'm telling you, church, let us wake up to this fact. Take our position in Jesus' name. There are certain things where we need to say enough is enough in Jesus' name. Enough is enough. We are people of power. We are people of authority. Jesus said, whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosened in heaven. We are people. We are power people. We have to use our authority. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen? We don't, we don't need to despise our prayers. As we pray, as we go to him, we need to understand that God is hearkening to our prayers. And that something is going to happen. Our prayers make a difference. Praise the Lord, church. Hallelujah. Our prayers make a difference. You know, did you know the Bible says in Revelation that our prayers go to, are taken to him in a vial as an order, a good order before God. Our prayers, that, that excites me. Our prayers are taken to him like a good smell. Hallelujah. When we pray, they go to him. You know, like that good smell, like a smoke. I don't know how to call it in English, but you know, that, that good smell, it goes to God. Our prayers. So if they go to him as good smell, don't think that, they don't ever think that they're going to be fruitless. They're going to be fruitful. They're going to result into something. Praise the name of the living God. We are people of power, beloved. Jesus exercised his authority. We, need to, we need, also need to do the same. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We cannot sit around and say, oh, we have nothing to do with, <laughs> we have nothing to do with everything that is taking place. No way. 
My brother, like you prayed, you went, I, I had you praying here before the service. You prayed those prayers, you said something. It makes a difference. As you say something in the spirit, it makes a whole difference in Jesus' name. You know, I, 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 I read a, a testimony of a young kid who has, he, the young kid had a vision. His father is a pastor. And he said that he saw Jesus. This is how the kid said. He said, he saw Jesus every Sunday morning. Jesus shoots down power on his father. You, you can understand that. And his father is a preacher, you know? So you can understand what the shoot means. Amen. Jesus, he said, the boy says, Jesus shoots bow, power, down power on daddy every Sunday morning. And then my daddy goes and stands before the congregation with that power from on high. Hallelujah. So there's, there's power, ladies and gentlemen, there's power in, in the presence of Almighty God. We, we need we need to we need to take that, you know, that secret in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We cannot sit there and say, I have nothing to do. And I have seen people, you know, because people, because we have been, sometimes we don't know, we, we are ignorant of that. And we, we think, oh, there is nothing that we can do about every situation. It's not true. Remember in the Bible when King Herod was about to kill um, James? No, he was about to kill Peter. Peter was thrown in prison and Herod was about to kill him because, because he had killed, already he had killed James. Oh, and the Jews were happy and they were rejoicing. He was about to kill Peter and Peter was in prison. But the Bible says the church prayed unceasingly for Peter. And because of the prayers of the church, God sent angels and delivered Peter out of prison supernaturally. Because of the prayers of the church. Because the church prayed unceasingly. Ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you that things can happen when we pray to God. When we take a position. Hallelujah. Things can turn around. We can't just receive everything that comes around and says, oh, we have nothing to do. We have something to do, beloved. We have it. Amen? We, amen, hallelujah. God is God. God has given us the power. Remember, number one, Jesus did not depend on his own strength. That's why he went to the Father continually. He prayed to the Father continually. If Jesus prayed, what about you and me? If Jesus prayed, think about it. If Jesus prayed, what about you and me? Number two, his life was a mission life. That is why he referred to doing his father's will and finishing his, his work as his food. Number three, he was an obedient person, 100% obedient. He obeyed the father. Hallelujah. In that sense, we, we need to be obedient to his word and to his spirit. Amen. His directions. Number four, he was a man of authority. He was a man of authority. And we found that in Luke chapter four. He was a man of authority. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Jesus' name, Father, we thank you. I want to ask you, beloved church, to stand with me in the remaining few minutes. Jesus. I want you to think about what the Lord has been, you know, um, speaking to us. What is the Holy Spirit communicating to you? The areas that you feel in your life that you need to, you know, um, what have you learned something? What have you learned? You feel something that you need to work on in your life, you know. The Lord, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that the Lord has been talking to us. Thank you, Jesus. And we want to dedicate ourselves right now to him. Because we cannot do anything in our own strength. We cannot accomplish anything in our own power. But we need strength from him but also we have to be willing we have to be willing you know because God does not just override or you know he doesn't you know he just doesn't just overtake our will we have to be open we have to be willing and we have to say yes Lord thank you father Thank you, Jesus. If you, I want you to dedicate yourself to the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give you, Father. We give you praise, Father God. We exalt your name, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the opportunity for even speaking to your people in, in the church of God and Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for for Pastor Joe and, and Margaret and, and all the ministers and all the, all the saints, Father, in this fellowship, Heavenly Father. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray, Lord God Almighty, that you will do a new, a new work, Lord, in our lives. Help us, Heavenly Father, to understand what you are talking to us, Lord, Father, I ask for a fresh anointing, Lord. I ask for revival, Lord God Almighty, to take place in our lives, my Father, my God. Father, I ask for healing, Heavenly Father, in every part of our lives, my God. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that the Holy Spirit will come and minister to us, Lord God Almighty, and take us on another level, Heavenly Father, Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you that let each one of us know that our life is a mission life. We are here on a mission to accomplish a specific uh, purpose for which you have uh, planted us down here on earth, Lord. Father, I ask you in Jesus' name that help us, Lord, whatever, whatever is needed, Lord, that we will be doers of your will, Heavenly Father, and that we shall live to accomplish that mission 
in our lives, Heavenly Father. And Father, I ask in Jesus' name that cause us to have a, a, a strong fellowship, Lord, between, between you and us, Lord God Almighty. Let us come back to the secret uh, place, position of fellowship with you, Heavenly Father. We want to enjoy your presence, Lord, on a continuous basis, Heavenly Father. Jesus, the same way that you did, Lord. We thank you, Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit that you have given to us, Lord, because we cannot do all this in our own strength, Father, but we're depending entirely on you. We thank you, Jesus, because you said that I will send you the comforter. He will teach you all truth. He will guide you into all truth. He will show you things to come. He's your helper. He's your standby. He's your advocate. Thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit who is on, here on earth, Heavenly Father, helping us, O oh God Almighty. Father, we open our ears to hearken to him, O oh God Almighty. Heavenly Father, we come to you, O oh God Almighty. In the precious name of Jesus, Father, we ask for your enablement, Lord. Help us, Father, to realize who you have made us to be, O oh God Almighty. We are people of power, Lord. And help us, Father, to exercise the authority that you have given to us. Thank you, Father. Father, I thank you for this church in this town, Lord. Thank you for the leadership, God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. I want everybody to lift your hands up in the air, I, I feel that we should pray for our families. I want you to pray for your family right now. Pray that the Holy Ghost, that God is power, will minister to them in Jesus' name, that he will touch, to, he will touch them wherever they are. In Jesus' name, Heavenly Father, we commit our families into your hands, O God Almighty. Father, that you minister to them, O God Almighty. Father, we want each one of them to inherit the kingdom of God, Lord. And, and, and Father, to live for the purpose that you have created them, O God. Father, we pray that you cover them with your holy anointing and your grace. Yes, my Father. Yes, my Lord. Yes, my Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord God Almighty, for the blessings in Jesus' name that you are communicating to our families, Lord. And Father, I pray, if there is any sick among us, Lord, <clears throat> that you will touch us. You will take away all those infirmities and sicknesses, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, church. Amen. Um, I wanna, I wanna, um, yes. Um, if you wanna, you, uh, I have, uh, you can visit our table there.